Omaha Supernova's postgame show brought to you by Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. Welcome back, courtside, Omaha, Nebraska, Supernova's Radio Network. I'm DP, and next to me, the coach, Renee Saunders, five sets. And it came down to, to, to the final three points. And when they say it's a, it's a game of inches, that it, it really shows up. Uh, and, that, and we were told about this before the season. These are all going to be five-set brawls. It'll come down to a play or two, an inch or two here, a replay or two. And that's exactly what happened tonight. And we get answers. So we, we bring in somebody that played her tail off tonight. And she's got to be – listen, I know it's got to be frustrating to not get the result. But the growth is apparent that from day one, from preseason to now, what you've accomplished is nothing short of impressive. So let me welcome Jess Shaven Landsman to, 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 to the postgame show. Uh, Jess, first to say, if you feel anything, I'm never one to tell a player how to feel after a match. But what you've done, what your story is and your journey is way more important than the result of this night. Thank you. What you've done, I mean, the battle, the journey to take friction on, to make uh, sacrifices personally and professionally and to make choices. I'll ask you to go back, go back in time to thinking, finding out that this league was going to exist and an opportunity was going to take place. I'll ask you what was going through your head to say, you know what, not only do I think I should do this, but that I belong. (laughs) It took a while to definitely get the I belong um, phrase in my head because, yeah, I was like, well, that would be a really cool opportunity, but how realistic is it after being, you know, not playing for like five years indoor? Um, So it definitely took some convincing, but I feel like my support system really helped push me. And, um, yeah, I think the people I surrounded myself with really helped me get here today. I, I think fans around the league and in Omaha in general are, are buying in, and they're coming. It's got to be pretty impressive that even again on night number three, mm-hmm. episode USA season one episode three, mm-hmm. that nine thousand plus people came to see you play. That's got to be pretty amazing on top of everything else. Yeah, every time we run out and slap the little uh, club girls' hands and see the huge crowd here supporting us, it just it's such a cool feeling um and knowing that we have omaha's support even on a wednesday night at 7 p.m i don't even know what time it is right now it's 10 o'clock but the fans were invested the entire game um and that that kept us going um every time we would get a awesome dig we heard them cheering and supporting us um they're a huge factor in what we do so we're really thankful for them jess I see. I, I hear the coaching gears go, <laughs> so I need to pull you into this, Coach. I'm going to go like a kind of a weird route. But go. There is no wrong route. I liked. This. I liked, and this started. I didn't see this in the other games, but like our bench kind of got a little, a little more bench mobbish. Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> they need more things to do, because I think they like ran out of things. So like it was like really fun, and then they're like, "What do we do?" Like I don't know, <laughs> right? They wait. Does bench energy help? energy absolutely I think the best part of our team is we're a total team like we call ourselves 17 strong and every single person matters on our team and I think that's what makes us so tight-knit is like everyone on the bench is just as invested and important as everyone on the court 
Um, if I go into a timeout, um, Nia or any of the right sides come up to me, talk to me, tell me what's open, or vice versa. When Nia's in, I try to help her, or, you know, Gabby and Kendall are always talking. I think, like, everyone's invested in wanting the best for each other, and I don't think that's on every team. So I feel really lucky that our team is so supportive. And, yeah, the cheers are so much fun, and I think we all just really love each other. So I think it shows um, how we play and how we support each other. It does. The time I came into practice and I talked to you guys and I said, you know, you were given like all your like positive vibe comments and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And we talked a little bit about like, like this is like the fun time, right? Mm -hmm. Like you haven't played a match yet. You haven't been like up against the ropes. You weren't tied 13-13 in the fifth set against Atlanta yet. Like you guys are now like you've reacted well to adversity. Mm -hmm. What do the supernovas have to do to switch that reaction into a finish? Well, just like you guys said, it's a game of inches. Some of those hits at the end were an inch out or you know we were slightly in the net or just little tiny things we need to um, touch up and um, we need to figure out how we can stop runs earlier and execute faster um, I think that killed us this match and Atlanta so that's something we're going to work on is um, executing siding out faster not letting runs um, happen um, and, yeah, just executing a lot faster than what, what we did. What, Jess, what are those little things? Because it seems like it's just little things, an accumulation mm -hmm. of little things, how you get in the situation and then how you, you get back out of it. Mm -hmm. Them serving and attacking down the line, what's the communication? When you guys meet at midcourt mm -hmm. and somebody starts to get on a run, what's being said in the huddle? Um, it just depends what was happening in the play, but a lot of times, you know, blockers are talking to defenders and saying, hey, What's, was that a good setup, or do I need to adjust? Um, or people will say, like, hey, this shot is open. Um, it just depends play by play um, what happened. But I feel like we always are constantly giving each other feedback about how we can make the next play better. What, what's your thought process as you're going back to serve? You seem to have a different natural flow later in the game. It just seemed like you moved more fluidly <laughs> when you were serving. What's going through your head? Um, every time I go back to serve, I just tell myself, be aggressive. Um, when you go into a game, sometimes you can be a little ten tentative when you serve, and I don't want to do that as a hitter or a server. I want to be aggressive, so I tell myself, be aggressive and just go for it. Um, yeah, I feel like throughout the game I definitely loosened up. I think that's just part of it. I think when you go into a, a big game with 9,000 people, it's a little tense, but I think as the game goes on, I think we all loosen up. Um, and just find the feel of the game. We call it settling in. Yeah. Right. Like, in. like you're trying to do certain things. Sometimes you force certain things. You're mm -hmm. trying to see what they're going to do and how mm -hmm. you're going to react to it and stuff like that. And once you're settled in, then it's just a matter of playing that. I felt like every time we got to settle in, they did something to put us on our mm -hmm. heels. Yeah. And they were like a great team. No, like, they're really good. Super scrappy. Yes. Um, and they had never played. This was their first game. So props to them for coming here and, you know, beating us in five on the road, that's a sign of a really good team. So um, we just have to learn from this and get better. And now we know some tendencies. So I think that'll help us going into the next game. That literally was my question. Was was there a huge or an a noticeable disadvantage of not having full film on them like they had on you? Um, I don't know. I would say a little bit for sure. I mean, we kind of knew some of the players' tendencies, um, but we didn't know what lineup they were going to do. We didn't know, you know, what they've been working on in training camp. So, um, yeah, I do think that is a disadvantage, but I think a lot of the errors we made were just things that were in our control too. 
Um, so that also, we can't all put the blame on that either. At this, you don't want to blame anything, right? You right. want to sit back and be like, okay, you know, mm. what did Gabby Gonzalez have on her serve that we had a hard time citing out? Was it her serve or was it our hitters? Because mm. honestly, like, I felt like our passes were pretty darn good in that fifth set. I told oh, Bird, yeah. I'm like, you guys won the serve and pass game, mm. but you lost the match. Yep. You know, so now it's a matter of finding ways to to win the match. Right. Um, what are some things as a hitter, right? Because mm. like you said, two times you got blocked were in the mm -hmm. fifth set. Yep. But why were they on you? Because you led the team in kills tonight, right? Like you had a fantastic night. And I love the fact that you can bounce the ball cross body <laughs> or wrist away, by the way. It's awesome. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's so much fun to watch you come out of the middle and just swing. <laughs> um, I think the, I think obviously like they were, they were keyed in on you. You know, you had 15 kills on the night. Mm -hmm. So you were a go-to player. I think not getting our middles involved hurt mm -hmm. us early. Yeah, I think that's something we definitely talk about is, hey, we got to get our middles involved, get our middles involved. And I know um, that's something we're working on and talking through and strategizing how we can do that better. Can I ask, um, Brooke Dunneville wasn't available tonight. Mm -hmm. How big of a moment could she have provided? Isn't there, I mean, it's just a booth. I know you played mm -hmm. through with who's in the lineup. Yeah. But missing an energy force, mm -hmm. uh, a game changer, a motivational player, mm -hmm. is, is that in the mind anywhere for the Supernovas? Um, I think obviously we miss um, having Brooke out there, but I think Paige did an incredible job of stepping up and filling that role. Um, Brooke from the bench was a great captain, a great leader for us. Um, but I really do think Paige did a phenomenal job. Um, she was a great passer. She had some really big kills and big times, um, even slowed down a lot of blocks. So um, I just want to give a shout-out to Paige because I think she stepped up and did a phenomenal job back she there. She had a couple of huge blocks yep. at the end there. Like She was a little early on, a little bit tentative, yep. but you could tell once she settled in, she was good. But she had the load. I mean, they served mm -hmm. her 33 times today. Yeah. And she passed 40% of them perfect almost. Yep. She's a really, really good passer. Yeah, really good. Naughty. <laughs> There's only one naughty in the world. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. Have you dug this? When was the last time you dug this many balls? Uh, probably since Iowa State, which was a long time ago. <laughs> Didn't dig any balls in beach. Your coach so. got a contract extension? Yes, Christy, she did. CJ got a contract job, at Iowa State. <laughs> a little shout out to her. She's amazing. She is amazing. <laughs> it goes way back. Mm -hmm. Through through all of this, um, and and Coach Saunders made a point that anytime you 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 as a team you're built around an idea and a concept, and then to have it's Coach Bird's first night. Mm -hmm. What are you saying to her? Because she needs y'all as much as y'all need mm -hmm. her. What are you saying to Coach Bird to help her get through night number one? I think a big thing was we just said we're all in this together. Um, every single one of us, we're all in this together. We trust her. Um, she's an awesome leader. Um, and so she had our back and we had her back too. How quickly uh, do you start to adjust? I mean, it's Grand Rapids on Monday. You get a day. The rule is 12 hours. You get to feel how you feel and then put the work in. How's everybody, how's the physical state of the team, aside from Brooks' injury, uh, mm -hmm. is, 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 is everybody healthy? Is everybody figured out what the timetable is? Yep, I think physically we're all doing good. Obviously, we just played a five-step match, so we're yeah. going to feel it tomorrow. But yeah. I think mentally we're um, trying to have a goldfish mentality, which is you move on. And, yes, we're going to learn from it, but our focus is now our next game. 
Um, so like you said, we can feel it tonight, but tomorrow we prepare for the next game. Grand Rapids' first match was against Atlanta, correct? I think it is or will be. I don't know if they I think they play yet. on Friday. Yep. They played Orlando, Orlando then first game. Yeah. And it was a great match. Mm -hmm. I think, did Orlando? No, because Grand Rapids won it. But Orlando had like 22 service errors. Yeah. It was one yes. of those really weird games. Yep. Um, what does your schedule look like between now and Monday? Um, so we'll go to Grand Rapids, and then we'll go to Vegas. We have two away, and then we'll be back here. So I think it'll be kind of fun to go on the road. We haven't done that yet, so um, that'll be new for us to see how we compete on the road. And I think we have two great opportunities in front of us with those two away games. So I'm looking at, okay, so let's just think about this real fast because mm -hmm. you've been at home for three. Mm -hmm. And I think when you come to Omaha, you don't come in expecting to win, right? You just come in and be like, we got nothing to lose. We're going to give them everything we have. Mm -hmm. Where we're, we come in with maybe a different mindset of we have to protect our home. To, you know, yeah. we, we want all our fans to come back. Like, I feel like, I almost feel like part of it, we might be putting too much pressure on ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So how can we find a way to come home and have nothing to lose? I mean, on the road, obviously, maybe that needs to be the mindset going in. But is mm -hmm. there a mindset shift that could happen with the team mm -hmm. that then allows us to make yeah. the next big move? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think a good thing about our fans is we've proven, like, we lost our first game, and the next game we still had the same amount of They're fans. They love you guys. Um, and then, you know, tonight was tough, but they were supporting us till the very end. So I think we know that we're making them proud, and um, I think we just have to relax a little bit and just, you know, not i guess carry that burden so much of it being a home game like but i am excited to see how an away game goes <laughs> well and you'll be able to watch film on them yep. right like yep. they played columbus first game that's what i was right. trying to figure i couldn't remember who i watched and they swept them in three but they looked pretty good yeah and that they had the second highest attendance so i think you guys are going to have it'll be a fun arena yeah. to play in yeah and it's not like they're going to have more people than you have so right. that won't be it but it'll be one of those things where i think you're going to really really enjoy it yes absolutely well, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to need jess to promise to take care of rico on the road <laughs> like i'm just going to point out that <laughs> like he he's like he i i'm going to meet you guys there i'm going to meet you there okay so rico's going to go with you okay and <laughs> i'm just i'm just afraid he's going to eat poorly <laughs> <laughs> junk food at the airport. Uh, as long as he's sharing. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's absolutely. Listen, Jess, congratulations on a wonderful journey. Thank and you. And we look forward to all the greatnesses that come forward. Thank Cause, you. Because they're, they're earned. Nothing given. Everything earned. Thank uh, you so very much. Very much celebrated. That's Jess, Jamie Landsman. Uh, courtside, we'll tour the break when we come back. Uh, more recap, reaction, review of what just happened here. Five sets. They don't get it done, but hey, what? Grand Rapids is next. We'll be right back. Omaha Supernova's postgame show brought to you by Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. Welcome back courtside. Five sets. Vegas wins 15-12 in, in the fifth set. The Supernovas will take a day, regather, regroup, redirect, and then they'll head to Grand Rapids uh, for a first meeting between those two teams. And 
again, after we want to thank Jess Shaven Landsman for, for coming and talking to us. And there's so much uh, good in what she said and what she offered to us. Uh, it's that time that we welcome on Coach. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Coach, listen, Coach Bird. Okay, so first of all, I don't want to bury the lead, and I can't. Congratulations. Like, I don't think anybody should go into this without full understanding of what statement you made tonight. That in a league that was built to, to enable, celebrate, heighten, enlighten, all of those things. And on Women in Sport, National Women in Sports Day, you walked onto this court as the head coach of the uh, Omaha Supernovas. What, what does that feel like, Coach? I mean, it was cool. It was special. Actually, Renee is the one that told me that this morning via text. <laughs> um, but it was, it was awesome. I actually, Fran and I coached against each other in the SEC, so that was really cool to be able to debut with her. I know that was their first match, and then just me uh, being, I mean, I've been here with them, so it didn't really feel too different. I mean, obviously, I missed Shelton sitting there with us because he's awesome, and he's always going to be with us because he built this foundation, and he's always going to be a mentor in, in my life and our lives. So he brought us together, and I think that's what's really special. He is a master at doing those things, and he brought this team and the players, but our staff also. And that's what makes this organization special, and that's why this environment and atmosphere is, is the way it is. That's why it exists. Um, congratulations. And I know I know my, my sports friends around the country were talking about it again. And it's amazing that in the time of Super Bowl that my friends are talking women's pro volleyball. Mm-hmm. So those steps have been taken forward, and it rides on the shoulders of some great people. Um, how proud of you of the fight of, of, of this team? This team fights. It's resilient. It's tough. Yep. How proud are you on a scale? Give me some idea about what you said when you walked in the back. Yeah, I mean, I, I've said it multiple times, just even throughout training camp. There's a resilience and a connection with these players and this team that is very special and unique. We're all going into this league trying to analyze and rank teams and say who's going to be the best team and who's, you know, whatever the explanations are, every team is going to be good. Every team has pieces. There are seven teams. There are a lot of talented players that are in this league right now. Um, So you can't sleep on anybody. You can't think you're just going to walk in and roll somebody. Um, Props to Vegas. That was their first match. And they probably didn't know what to expect either, but they came out and they fought. And that's what's that is what is that's exciting about volleyball. You're always in the match because it's you can be on off whatever the rhythm is that night. But this level, they're going to come out and grind, and you're going to be challenged every night. And so you have to be sharp and figure out ways to win. And we need to we need to figure out faster how to control that momentum and terminate. It, it's it's fascinating because before the season started, you made a point to say, in this league it's going to be a series of five-set, two-point matches, yeah. and you have to figure out how to finish and how to, how to make it. And it, it, it's any given night mm-hmm. um, that, that it plays out. It, that marks that there's not that great of a leap required for, the, for you to have the kind of success you want. Is there a target thing that you can say, you know what, here's a little thing that we can fix right away that will help us? Or do you think it's just an accumulation of many small things? 
um, match to match, it's going to be, it, it'll change. It could be our middles are hot this night and we, they were unstoppable. And then the next night it could be our pins or Jess on the right. You know, it, it could be Nia and her and Nazi coming into the spark. Those things are necessary because they're little things and they're sparks and they're, that'll change night to night. I think what we need consistently is managing the momentum. Because in the fourth and fifth set, we made our adjustment, we flipped the line, the rotation for the matchup, and we got on our run. And then it's like you have to feel, and that's what we talked about in the back, mm -hmm. we have to recognize the natural momentum of the game and learn immediately how to be able to control that and take it back. Like the one or two points, that's it. Um, and so that's just, it's, it's so funny because, I mean, you're a coach, Renee. You know, we talk about that no matter what level you're coaching at. But the three to four point runs, that is the game changer. Especially in the fifth set. Yep. I was wondering, because I was like, I'm watching, and it's like, okay, we have some momentum, and then we're losing it. So, like, from a coaching standpoint, you can look at it two ways, right? You spin the dial to get the momentum, mm -hmm. but now are you going to, like, analyze, okay, these are the rotations we lost the momentum, and this is why. Mm -hmm. And then maybe get those out of the way earlier, or, like, you know, fine-tune them or whatever it might be. Because I think for every – it was weird because I felt like our sticking points were different rotations. Mm -hmm. And you could tell me if I'm wrong because I don't have, like, rotation-by-rotation rotation yeah. stats. I have overall. But I feel like our sticking points, Gabby held serve mm -hmm. against different rotations. So our sticking points weren't always the same. Correct. So how do you, how do you work through that to make changes before you play Grand Rapids? Well, this is why I'll tell you, and it's because we talked about it. You are correct in that it wasn't like it wasn't like row five. We just kept getting stuck in it, or this passer kept getting tagged by that same server. It was it was on us to control whether it was an error or just cleaning up something immediately, and it didn't matter what rotation. So it wasn't the matchup because we flipped it. Right, and that's where I talk about just the general momentum of the game, and that is don't wear the point before. Even if it was an error, you got to like move on from it. And Nazi says it all the time: be a goldfish. Yeah. You got to forget it and clean slate, and then it's just compete just as hard the next play. So it is a little thing, but our overall, it's controlling the momentum, and it comes down to just being clean. We talk about first contact, but it's like first contact that will push you into a first ball kill, so that server doesn't get on those runs. I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, there were times like, I mean, you called timeout, you shifted, you put people in different places. There were a couple times where we caught up with, like, Nia ended up on the outside, you know, when we were in, like, row one and row four. Mm -hmm. where we were, Those were two, two times that we got stuck in where long our rallies. people were on opposite sides in long yeah. rallies. So, uh, you know, you count on the first ball kill because then that doesn't happen, right. right? But if you are in a long rally, which this game had a ton of long rallies, mm -hmm. just digs alone. I mean, 90 digs by us. 79 by them, 100 and what, 95 attacks for them, 178, 76 attacks for us. Lots of long rallies. Okay, yep. lots of blocks still in play, lots of like scramble. I felt like they did a good job of discombobulating us. So balls going this way, we're going to mm -hmm. send it that way. So they kept us kind of on our heels, which is props to them. They were just savvy volleyball players, but mm -hmm. when they needed to be physical, they were physical. Um, what are things that we have to sharpen up by Tuesday, by Monday? Uh, the the junk balls is what I call them. I call like them. all the stuff at the net. Like anytime those long rallies happened and they started getting, they would just drop them right over. Yep. And they were very just like handsy. 
Like Alicia. <laughs> yes. The beginning of the match, I was like, how many times is she allowed to touch the ball? I swear. I swear yeah. she was touching the ball like two to four times every time she touched it. Um, but they were. Savvy is a good word. I mean, they were just being smart and placing the ball. <laughs> Nazi. Nazi is a troublemaker. I shouted you out just now. Be a goldfish. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a it's a quick turnaround. I mean, in this mm -hmm. game, I mean, again against Grand Rapids team that you got to go to reserve, you got to get on film, you got to uh, find some tendencies, and then most importantly, you have to forget them and work on you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you got a day tomorrow to kind of recover, and then health comes into play. So I'll ask you, uh, Brooks, health and what it looks like going forward. Yep, I mean she's working back in it, so she'll be available. Um, I'm not sure what that time frame looks like, but she'll be available. I mean, she's she's literally working back into it. No, yeah. you know, Sunday travel early, yeah, yeah. early, uh, coach. You're gonna have to use your leverage. Uh, those <laughs> that early flight is yeah. a monster. Yeah. <laughs> I actually get up early, so uh, it's not that weird to me. I don't sleep that much. I probably sleep five to six hours, and I'm good. Uh, you are a coach at your heart. You can't help mm -hmm. it. I'm a train wreck if I sleep five to six hours. My kids know. Like, tomorrow they'll be like, oh, you're at the game late. <laughs> <laughs> you need a lot of sleep? I, I need my, like, seven and a half hours or I am not a nice person. I feel like if I sleep that much, I'm, like, out of it. If I get more than seven and a half, then I'm out of it. It's See? a sweet spot. My sweet spot's probably five. It's <laughs> crazy, but it's true. I can't wait I'm to jealous. see you two on the road. Like, this is just fantastic. I'm jealous. I like, wish I could <laughs> live off five hours of sleep. <laughs> I haven't done this a long time. I've lived off five hours far, from, far too many. Coach, listen, yes. congratulations on everything. I know that you'll get this right. Yeah. Uh, it won't take long, and quite frankly, you're the right person for the job. So it was a part of the plan, and the steps in order. Tough finish tonight, but go get them in Grand Rapids. Yep. We'll see you there. On to the next one. Uh, that's all AOD. AOD. Coach 21 Burke. to go. Hey. Yep. Appreciate you. Uh, again, Thank you, they guys. They battled for you. Uh, that's Coach Bird. Uh, I, again, through, through all of it, um, tough bat. Opportunities missed, but that is professional sports. It's an accumulation of opportunities, and they will find a way. It is the most difficult thing in all of sports, finishing. It just is. I'm DP. Coach Saunders is next to me. I want to thank Harrison Orange back in the studio for getting us through. Producer Rico for doing his thing and making sure that this thing sounds uh, as it should and is on time. We will be back with you Monday from Grand Rapids. Supernovas will take another shot at victory. We expect to see you there. Don't go anywhere, folks. Huskers postgame show coming up here on 93.7 The Ticket. And the Supernovas Radio Network, we're out. <laughs>